Uh, ladies, gentlemen, do I have an episode for you tonight or morning, afternoon, evening? I don't know what time of day it is for you, but whatever, dude, I hope you're enjoying it. And, well, good, you know, time of day that you're listening to this, you know. I want to say good morning, but maybe it's the afternoon for you. I don't really know. But I have an episode. This, I'm already going to call it a classic episode. <clears throat> Along with, like, you know, 1 plus 2, 3, 4, 5, 42. 17 is a good one. That's just, it's not even really a classic. It's just a, actually, no, nah, let's call it a classic. But this one, no, no, this one is a classic. Let me, let me tell you. This goes back. This is, this is a story about me. 42, 47 right now. Classics. I also got to say, in the 40s, TMAs, they kind of took over a little bit. Three total. Two of them were back-to-back, especially for a series. But, but, I guarantee there will be no more TMAs in the 40s. Maybe in the 50s, maybe the 60s, I don't know. Anyway, any way, we have an episode to get into. Boy, do I love this one. Oh, oh, this is a fun story to tell. Let me go over the title of the episode first. So 47, closing parenthesis. That's not a wrist, that's a cyst. Sorry, <clears throat> that's not a wrist, that's a cyst! Hey, by the way, I'm talking loud. It's 11.03 p.m. Monday night. So, you know, normally I'd be like, Hi right, guys, so this episode, we're gonna be like, no, 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 no. I'm downstairs in my basement, purposefully, so the noise can be, you know, uh, dampened a tad. So my parents don't hear me being all, you know, energized this late at night. Yeah, but yeah, it's nighttime. The only thing that's really making me so energized right now is the fact that I'm making the episode right now. So, that's not a wrist. That's a cyst. I did not actually come up with the title. I mean, okay, I I remembered the title of the episode. I wrote it down, but I didn't come up with that phrase. No, no, no. If you remember... My December 19th episode. I believe that was episode 34. Yeah. I mentioned a girl in that episode. Her name, codename, is Red, right? I was hanging out with her, I believe, on June 10th or 11th. I only... June 11th. I only say that because the day after is an important part of this story. And... So first of all, a cyst is a it's a sack of fluid. So there's this fluid that goes through your body, lubricates your bones, you know, so the joints can move against each other. It's this fluid. I forget what the you know, fluid it's called, but there's this sack that fills up and it can be in many Actually, I don't know how many places on your body it can be, but for me, it was on my wrist. So red she thought of this Snapchat post, or she took a She took a video, and she was she was like, she was like touching it. She was like, "That's not because it, it was placed on my left wrist, uh, right at like like if I were to bend my wrist up, it would be right at the curve, right, right where it like can't I can't say it's a ninety degree angle, but like the, the the base of the curve basically. And if I were to bend it down, it's pretty much the top of the or it's the starting curve. You, you get it." But yeah, it's it's right where the wrist bends, basically. 
<clears throat> so she was touching, she's like, that's not a wrist, that's a cyst, because, I mean, you know, it, it's a cyst on my wrist, but, you know, that's technical. For metaphor, or like, you know, joking terms, for rhyming terms, rhyming purposes, it wasn't a wrist, it was a cyst. More specifically, a ganglion cyst. Why it's called that, I don't know. It also has another nickname, a Bible cyst. I'll get to that in one second. I haven't actually done my pre-episode ramble yet. I'm going to keep it short, though, because I've already gotten to the episode, technically. Like, I'm excited to talk about this. So, I'm just going to pop this in very shortly. Also, I feel, uh, also note with a title, I think I used the colon correctly. That's not a wrist colon, that's a cyst. And, yeah, no, I, I also looked it up. I'm like, okay, proper use of a colon, just to, like, be positive. Like, I'm sure this is how it works, but just to be positive. Put it in, and it's like, yes. The colon, it's used to, like, amplify the, uh, like, whatever is preceding the colon and whatever's after the colon. So, you know, that's not a cyst. What's being amplified, what's, you know, being uh, improved about that, it's, 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 it's a cyst. It's not only not a wrist, it's also a cyst. So, I don't know. I think I used the colon correctly. And you got to put the exclamation point because... You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta add energy into it. Uh, yeah, so, one pre-episode ramble note. I am going to be planning, and I'm going to be, I have planned to make a 12-hour Just Talk episode. It's a Just Talk because I can't focus on a single subject for 12 hours straight, but that'll be my 88th episode for 8 Speaks, of course. And, uh, yeah, if I get to, like, episode 888, maybe it's going to be a 24-hour podcast. Maybe it's going to be a one-day... Oh, my, wait, sorry. (laughs) One-week-long podcast... Wait, can that exist? How many... I said one day, that's 24 hours. No, no, a one-week-long podcast for 888 episodes. How would that... How would that work? No, that couldn't even work. I mean, it could work, but... Shoot, how many hours in a week? Uh, what's 24 times 7? Four and seven, uh, that's 28 and 140. It's 148 hours in a week? Did I just do that in my head? Am I that cool? Hold on. Let me go to the calculator app. We have 24 hours in a day times 7 days in a week. Oh, 168. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I was thinking 120. It was 140. All right. I, I'm sorry. I did, I did uh, six times twenty, not seven times twenty. But uh, and then you know the twenty-four. Okay, I was twenty off. Huh? Cry me a river. But yeah, hundred sixty-eight hour long. I couldn't. No, I have to go to sleep. There's, I don't think. <laughs> one week long. Okay, no, I was going a bit far with that. But episode eighty-eight. That's gonna be Sunday, April fourth. If I continue with my one episode per day thing. I might actually want to do uh, two, uh, a single day with two episodes in it. So I can actually do it on Saturday. Because Sunday, I have less time to do it. And it's leading... Okay, so I have uh, tennis on Sundays from 3 to 7. So that's four hours out of the day. Plus, you know, getting there, getting back, showering, having to do schoolwork. Got to 
uh, wake up for school the next day. So if I do it Saturday, then I only have two hours of tennis, including like, you know, the drive there, back, shower afterward and stuff. And I don't have school the next day. So I guess within the next month, there's what today is February 22nd. So I guess within the next month and a quarter or so, whatever the timing is, be prepared for one day with two episodes, another double whammy. I've had two double whammies now. That's going to be my third. So, yeah, episode 88, 12-hour long Just Talk podcast. It's going to be a special one. Not going to lie. That may be my favorite one. Or actually, no, it might be my least favorite. That might be, like, treacherous for me. But I might just want to wake up at 4 a.m. and start recording then. Yeah. I'll get into the specifics the closer we get. Like, around episode 80, I might want to be like, okay, so here's my set plan. Anyway, that's that. Also, a note, um, <clears throat> I, I wrote this down in my notes on my phone just a few days ago, but I didn't actually mention until, or I, I haven't mentioned until just now. I was going to mention it a few episodes ago, but I didn't. I went to school in this gray-on-gray-on-gray gray gray outfit, triple gray. I was going for something. You know, I thought it was really cool. I had these gray khakis with that my boy Pookie... Like, you know, he rocks them, and I and I got a pair recently from a friend who grew out of them, and I was like, whoa, I'm going to try on the Pookie Pants, you know? It's not in you know, his exact pair, it's a pair that looks similar to his. I also had this gray, um, collared t-shirt, short sleeve t-shirt, collar, and a sweater. I had a gray sweater. And, you know, you put the collar over the sweater, collar, even though it's not really gray, whatever. I was rocking it, right? I was. I, I even asked a few people, you like the gray on gray on gray? You like the triple gray? They were like, yeah, it looks pretty fi. I'm like, mm, that's fi. No, but seriously, though, I, some people really did like it. I did like it. I mean, like, no, it's not the biggest deal. It's just, you know, clothing for a single day. Just a certain outfit. But I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I pay attention to the clothing I wear. When I go to school... Considering I have few, I have like this hybrid schedule with you know in person versus remote. When I'm in person, I'm like you know I want to be presentable. I want to you know wear what I'm gonna wear. Even on dress down days, I I'm thinking like okay, what's a good looking fit for the dress down day? You know, so yeah. Anyway, into the episode. Ah, ah, love this. So I'm gonna go. So the main day in this episode is June 12th, 2020. June 12th, 2020, special day. Special, special day. I'll get there in a second. Or, I mean, get, I mean a little more than a second. Because I, 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 I need the preamble. I need to, I need to get into it, you know. A few months before this special day in the summer of 2020... I, actually, it might have been a whole year before, no, let's just say nine months, let's throw out nine months, alright, so what's that, that's, sorry, that's September of 2019, I think I did the math, for, um, three, yeah, 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 September of 2019, okay, so, there's this ganglion cyst, slash Bible cyst, let me explain what Bible, so, Bible cyst, basically, a person would have a cyst, like, near the wrist, on the wrist, maybe somewhere on the arm or anywhere, right? And a person would take this huge 
not a huge, but just a Bible, you know, a heavy book, all this and that, and slam it, slam the cyst until it goes away. And it worked because, like I said, there's this sack that fills up with this, that fills up with the bone lubricating fluid uh, through, through, a, through a hole into the sack, and, uh, you know, that's how it gets, it gets in there. So if you hit it with a Bible, the fluid goes, or it's thought to, you know, go back out the hole, and then the sack disappears. The sack is it's under the skin, so it bubbles up. So there's this lump of skin, or you know what appears to be a lump of skin, but it's it's not. It's actually the sack under that's pushing the skin up, making this uh, bubble shape. So that's what this is. Uh, you know, it's called you know nickname Bible says. I heard ganglion cyst first by my surgeon, my doctor, my my guy, my surgeon guy. And it was like, yeah. And he did a few tests, like, okay, just to make sure it's, like, nothing else. Like, we got to make sure, you know, we got to know what this is. He took, like, a flashlight. He, like, shined it through. And it's like, you know, see how this is um, illuminated here? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that means gangling cyst. If you, like, move it, touch it a bit. If it's not painful, then, you know, it's gangling cyst. I'm like, yeah. So, let me explain. So, when it was on me, it's on my wrist. So, it's on this left wrist where my where my wrist curves, where my, my wrist bends. <clears throat> and... It's just, just, it's just this lump. It's just, it's just sitting there on top of my wrist. Not even on top. It's just within the skin, but it's bubbling up uh, through the skin, through, through the surface. You, you get it. So you look at it. You're like, oh, what is that? Is that extra skin? Is that a bone? Is that, what is that? And no, it's a sack of fluid. Right? So... I poked it. Normally, uh, I'm, um, I, once I figured out, you know, like that it wasn't harmful, I was just like poking it. So basically, if you touch it, it just feels like you're touching like your skin normally, right? It, it doesn't like you know paralyze the skin. It's not like it goes numb. You can't do anything with it. Like no, your your wrist acts normally. Just like you don't have the full range of motion when bending your wrist back, because you know it's like kind of in the way. And I guess it never really hurt. I mean, if I were to hit it as hard as possible, I mean, like, yeah, okay, that would hurt. Because, you know, there's also, you know, the rest of my hand there and wrist form. It's all there. Like, yeah, if you're going to hit it with a Bible, which I didn't actually try. I'm glad I didn't. Then, excuse me for that. Then, if you heard that, I just had, like, a tiny little, little burp. So... You know, I didn't hit it with the Bible, but that's okay. It's okay. But yeah, I would like touch it and like move it around a little. I was, I can't really move it too far. It's not like when I say move it, I don't mean like I can like push it all the way up to like, you know, my elbow. Like, no, it stayed in place. It's just like, you know, I can like push it back just a little bit and like, you know, it reverts back to its standard position. And um, I mean, okay, it moves maybe like a millimeter, millimeter or two, like just maybe half a centimeter. I don't know. Centimeter, that's... Half a centimeter is 50 millimeters, right? I think so. No, 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 no. No, 10 millimeters. 100 millimeters is a decimeter. 1,000 millimeters is a meter. 10 millimeters is one centimeter. Okay, because you got the 1,000 million, and then you got the centi, 100. Okay, so I clear that. So... Five millimeters, maybe so half a centimeter. You could push it around a bit. You know, I was talking with my chemistry teacher. We're going over these um, oh, what's it called? 
these these types of like um transformations of units hold on you know what no, no, no i'm gonna find the term factor label method that's what it was there is this factor label method to figure out um moles versus grams and atoms and molecules and you know that kind of stuff and yeah so with the factor label method we oh i just lost my train of thought what was i talking about Shoot, wait. Ah, uh, wait. No factor label. Um, trying to figure out the moles. Gang. How does this relate to my cyst? Hold on. Let me. I'm just gonna pause the episode really quickly and just listen to what I said to regain my train of thought. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Back from the short cutoff. I was talking about the centimeters, millimeters, how far I can move it, and I got distracted in the factor label method thingamajiggy so anyway factor that that doesn't matter so the actually with the the factor label method we can you know figure out different measurements and how they can um how can we measure like one compared to another blah 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 so i can move it just a little bit around you know jiggle back and forth and you know touch it and like you know do some Stuff like try and push it down, but you know it doesn't really it doesn't stay down. So it's that that's the thing. That's the thing. <clears throat> it's cool though. It's just kind of chilling there. Left wrist. I don't use the left wrist too much. I play tennis with the one handed backhand, so it doesn't interfere. If I would have had a two handed backhand, so that was the vibe. And yeah, it just wasn't bothering me. A normal day, like when I went to sleep. I wouldn't feel it. I wouldn't if I'd like slept on it. I guess you know nothing bad would have happened. Anyway, I first noticed it. I'm guessing maybe September of 2019, maybe maybe like August, whenever it was. I I actually noticed it, and I was like, oh, I don't know what this is. Like I was poking it, feeling around, like what is this? You know. Eventually we went to this. We went to the doctor. We went to the surgeon. I'm like, yeah. So there's this thing, and. You know, I, I don't know, Doc, what, what is it? And he's like, yeah, that's a cyst. You know, he's like, let me check it out. Let me, like, feel it. Does this hurt? He's, like, poking it, moving it. Does this hurt? Does that hurt? Is, how, does, how does this feel? Are you, is there, like, tension here? I don't know. Whatever the questions are. He's like, yes, this is a gangland cyst. I'm like, oh. What's that? Because I never heard the word cyst before. And there's a little ganglion on it. I'm like, ah, yeah, no. Doesn't ring a bell. Not even, not even close, buddy. Ganglion cyst. Right? You know that's it's definitely a series of syllables and all syllables and letters and jiggly words. Ganglion. That's very, that's very like jiggly word. You know, maybe a little grotesque. Ganglion. Sorry, I'm not sorry. So I haven't done that in a minute. Done the sorry not sorry bit. For a few episodes, multiple episodes. Yeah, thought I'd throw that in there. Actually, no, I didn't think I'd throw it in there, but, you know, that that just happened naturally. Not naturally, because I, I don't actually say sorry. I'm not apologizing. <clears throat> back on track, back on track, back on track. So, I was, the doctor, he was like, yeah, so I'm like, okay, what do I do about it? He was like, okay, three options, right? You could, actually, no, sorry, one of his questions was, how long is it, how long... Has it been here? Have you noticed it? <laughs> I, I I really did not know. 
it could have been anywhere between like a month and like three years from when I first noticed it. And I'm thinking, and I know that sounds really stupid. It's like, well, when did you notice it? Like, what? But like, I couldn't remember for some reason. Like, maybe like three years ago, like I saw it there. But <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm thinking like maybe it appeared a few months, maybe in a few weeks. No, but then I would have noticed. Maybe I just didn't. Okay, then the, the thing that confused me with like you know one month versus three years, I didn't really look. I don't. I don't just look at my wrists. Like if there's like something like on my I don't know like right knee right now, like I wouldn't know. Like my, first of all, it's covered by sweatpants because uh, it's cold in my house. And at the end of February, I was gonna say middle of February, but no, it's pretty close to the end of February, but. Like, right now, if I'm looking at it, like, I'm not going to roll up my... Actually, no, I'm going to roll it up. Hold on, let's see. Is there anything on my right knee? No, right knee looks pretty normal. So, if there was something there, I would not have noticed. Because I haven't, you know, checked my knee for anything odd ever, pretty much. I haven't just thought about it till right now. So, if I went to... If I just noticed something, I went to a doctor about it. Doctor been like, when was when did you notice it? I'm like, yeah, I noticed it when I was making a podcast episode a few days ago or something. And it could have been there for, you know, three years and there don't look on my knee. So yeah, it was on my wrist and I just don't look at my I just didn't notice it. Maybe like I did notice it, but it was just out of my mind or a thing like maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe it was like so small, but then like it grew bigger over time and I don't know. But my best guess is it was it maybe it had been around a few months, or maybe even just a few weeks to a month or month and a half or so, uh, before I noticed it, before it actually like you know made an impact on my, not an impact, but just until I recognized its existence. But yeah, I think I told them like two years when I, when I first noticed it, <clears throat> so that was a lie, because it had definitely not been two years. Why? Well, I'm just thinking of it logically. Two years, I mean, I, I may have at least noticed it two years, within two years, but I don't know. But I'd say within a few months before I mention, or a few weeks. I'm going to go with like, I don't know, let's say five weeks. So I so I went to him, he was like, yeah, okay, gangling says, I'm like, okay, what do I do about it? He gave me three options. One, you could wait for it to go away. Okay, seemed pretty reasonable. Maybe it's just like a thing that comes and goes on people. He's like, yeah, I, I had a few cysts in the back. You see, there's like one up here on the bottom of my wrist. I'm like, yeah, he's like, you know, it comes and goes every once in a while. And I'm like, mm. so it's okay. Let's just wait a bit. So if that doesn't happen, you have two more options. One, uh, you we can perform it. I can perform the surgeon talking. I can perform an aspiration. Basically, we numb the area around the sac or over the sac, and then we stick a needle in and withdraw the fluid. I'm like, okay. Step three, you can go through a surgery. I'm like, oh, there, there it is. That's that's what I was waiting for—a whole surgery. Yes. So surgery, I was like, you know what? The after effects that may be. I say after effects. I mean, just like the recovery from that. Maybe not the best of thing, but that would be like you know the last, last option. Definitely the last option. That I would have to refer to about this. So, 
I started off by waiting. You know, a few days, weeks passed. A few months passed. And it was just still there. It was just chilling. I was poking it. I was showing it to people. I was like, you know, I was showering with it. I'm doing everything. Actually, I have these three bracelets on. Um, ooh. Should I make it? No, nah, I'm not going to make an episode. Let me just mention that. So, just like the cyst, I have these three bra- bracelets on. The first one, it's this red, white, and blue, this thin red, white, and blue, tang- uh, like, curly design type bracelet uh, that my sister made for me. All three of these came within months of each other, maybe even weeks. Second one it was by this eight-year-old at a at my CIT tennis place thing that I made this last summer. Very summer camp vibe, second bracelet. It's uh, yellow, white, green, and orange. Pretty cool. And then there's this purple, dark purple, light purple, yellow, and a light blue pattern. A little thicker than the other two that my sister also made. And I kept three bracelets because I had this, like, Adidas addiction back in the day. And I'm like, you know, three stripes, everything. So I just kind of went with it, you know, just three bracelets. If one falls off, I'll ask my sister to make me another because she's willing to do so. Because she had a little thing over the summer. It's like, you know, anklets and bracelets and summery vibes. So, you know, I kind of want this. So I have these three now. And these have been on me for... one. Well, I got them in, like, June and July. So... So that's... Mm, seven, eight months or so. Yeah. That I've had these bracelets. And they did, you know, I shower with them, I sleep with them, I vibe with them, I do everything with them. Because they haven't left my body. Right? Same thing with the cyst. Same idea with the same Same idea with the cyst. You know, it was just there. I just did everything with it because, you know, it didn't go away. And it was your kind of thing. At one point, I thought it grew bigger, but I'm like, nah. It just stayed the same. Maybe it did. I don't know. But I mean, it grew big. Maybe it was just like a slight thing, so. Whatever. So, I I was just vibing with it for a few months. Then, December, I'd say 28th or so, 29th, came around. And I was like, oh, yeah. I wasn't just like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I have my aspiration date coming up because at one point I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just see if this works. So my surgeon guy, he was like, yeah. So there's a seventy like something percent chance, eighty something percent chance that the cyst will return if we just have a simple aspiration. I was like, you know what? Okay, maybe maybe I'm in that like lucky twenty percent or so. So. In this late December date, we go to a nearby city, nearby town, uh, to to the guy's office. We go into a waiting room, and I sit down. He's up there. He's like, all right. All right. So, you're here because you want an aspiration. Actually, no. It was originally going to be a checkup. Then, in the middle, we were like, yeah, aspiration. That's cool. So, I sat down. My dad, my mom and dad were there. They were there. They were just chilling. They were vibing. Doctor comes in. He's like, what's happening? I'm like, yeah, so this is still here. I've been waiting. It hasn't really worked. He's like, do you want an aspiration? I'm like, 
looking over at them, I'm like, eh, we talk about it for a little bit, and we're like, hey, let's do an aspiration. So he brings out his gear, his kit and stuff. I'm like, oh, well prepared. <clears throat> so he, like, um, so he takes his bottle, squirts some, like, cold liquid thing uh, to, like, numb the area. Then he puts, like, this other liquid on for, like, extra numbing. Or maybe, you know, I think the first one might have just been, oh, no, I'm sorry. I think the first one might have just been some al- a rubbing alcohol to cleanse the area. Then the second one was the cold liquid. He put, like, a lot of it, like, he, like, he, like, first of all, he laid my wrist down on a, like, a soft mat or on a platform for, not a platform, like, on a, on a thing, just, like, catch everything that is involved with, you know, the operation, the tiny operation, and, you know, I'm awake for this, I'm not even awake, I'm I'm just sitting there staring at it, I don't need to go under uh, anesthesia for it, so, I, um, as I remember, it's down. He's like, okay. So, some rubbing alcohol, and I'm gonna pour this cold. Look what he does, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And he he's squirting like it's just coming out of the bottle straight, just a single stream for like like a minute, maybe maybe thirty seconds, forty seconds, maybe not a minute, but he's just coming out. I'm just like, okay, is that enough? Is, is that enough? Is that like it just kept going? Finally. You know, and it's like dripping down my wrist onto the paper below. I'm just like, oh my, how much do you need of this numbing stuff? So eventually, you know, he stops. I'm like, all right, cool. Is it ready? He wipes it off. He like rubs it a little bit. He's like, all right, can you feel this? I'm like, no. You just dumped half a gallon on it of numbing liquid. I don't think I can. No, I'm kidding. I, I was just like, no, I don't feel it. You know, straight response. Actually, no, I just made up that, like, sarcastic bit right now. That sassy, sarcastic bit right now. When I was in the moment, I'm like, you know what? Okay, this is hype. Better get an aspiration. Yup, numb all you want, bro. It's a vibe. We're chilling with it. I respect it. I love it. So, he takes a... Hmm. I want to say he takes a small needle first, does something. I think he takes a small needle to inject something in for some purpose. If not, he just goes straight to this huge needle. I'm not even kidding. No, no, no. This thing, like the tube of the needle, of the uh, syringe, the thing is thick. It is wide. You look at it, you're like, this thing could kill me if stabbed like in the right part of my body. Like, it was a big syringe. I mean, you know, it was still, you know, it was still quote-unquote small as, like, a, as an object. But compared to, like, other, like, uh, like something like a vaccine, a, va- a vaccination syringe thingamajiggy, compared to that, it's quite big. But it wasn't to inject. It was to extract. So, he, <laughs> he, uh, he, and also my the size of my bubbly cyst, it's, it's big enough where it makes the needle look somewhat small. I mean, you know, it doesn't cover my entire... It's just, I can't think of size right now. I want to compare it to something, but... Yeah. A, a ping pong ball? A golf ball? I think that's what the surgeon said this cyst was the size of. I mean, half of it was bumping out of the skin. The other half was actually, like, inside the wrist, below, like, in the skin. You can't see it, but whatever. <clears throat> he takes his syringe, and over the numb part, he sticks it in. He's like, can you feel it? I'm staring 
at this thick needle. Honestly, it might have been as thick as like a pencil. I know that you know as thick as a pencil, but like you know, you have needles like like a mechanical pencil lead, like the lead that you like you know you click out and it's that kind of thing. No, no, this thing is like the entire mechanical pencil. This thing is the entire like pencil itself. Like that's how wide it was. Like imagine stabbing a pencil into your wrist. Go with that. That's imagine stabbing a pencil into a golf ball, rather than trying to pierce just any part of your you know, flat skin with with um, some graphite or some mechanical pencil lead. So that small bit compared to a pencil to a golf ball. That's the best analogy I can think of right now. Maybe just a ping pong ball. Make it a little smaller. Ping pong balls are smaller than golf. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. If I'm thinking of proportions correctly. So he sticks his pencil size. And obviously, you know, he dumped seven gallons of numbing liquid solution over my over my wrist. So I'm staring at it, feeling nothing except the pressure on the not numb part of my wrist being like, yeah, so there's something pushing down on an area nearby where you can't feel it. So I kind of feel pressure there, but no, I feel no pain. My skin, it is being, it is just being sad. It is just, whew. It is, it is going away. I'm looking at it. He's jam- He is shoving this needle. He's shoving this syringe through my skin, through layers of skin into this sack in my wrist. I say sack without a K, like S-A-C. It's like, you know, the soft gelatin, like, uh, like, containing, container thingamajiggy. I don't say, like, sack isn't, like, rucksack or anything. Um, not with, like, a S-A-C-K. Like, that kind of a sack, that would be, like, uh, maybe just, like, a backpack. Yeah. But, no, this is sack, S-A-C, without the K. Just, I just thought I'd throw that out there. At least I think that's how the sack versus sack, no C, uh, no K versus K works. But whatever it is. He is stabbing me with this. And I feel nothing. I'm staring at it. Anyway, finally gets through. And he starts to pull the, <clears throat> the like, syringe part thing. You know, he lifts it up to actually extract the fluid inside. When he so he kept saying fluid over and over, and I'm expecting like, well, like a like a water, like a like a just like water, you know, just like a fluid, Gatorade or maybe maybe some milk, whatever it is. I was expecting a fluid. No, what what I saw come into the holding contain, what I saw being extracted into the holding portion of the like the containing that bit of the syringe it was this it was this like thick lotion not even lotion no 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 it was like it almost looked like like a hot glue gun like glue thing it was it was like a solid i mean it was still gel when it came out it like flopped over like a wet noodle but like just coming through the two it looked like the hot, it looks solid. Not even solid. It just looks like a hard gel. I'm just like, what? You call that a fluid? I mean, granted, it's like, you know, make bones rub against each other. You need something that looks like that. But it was more of a gel than a fluid. So I was surprised at that. But he was extracting it. And he kept going. He was pulling and pulling and pulling. I'm like, oh, 
Lord, how much is there? He was filling that syringe. Oh, that big syringe. Oh. Finally came out, and I'm like, ah, flat wrist. That's beautiful. Then he does some more, like, rubbing stuff here and there. Make sure it's all clean. Make sure everything's good. Sanitize the thing. You know, pre-COVID. This is late December of 2019. Right. A few days later. Right, December 31st, first he, also he gave me this cast, I had to wrap it around my wrist, keep it there for three days, just so nothing like dirt goes in or you know, something like that. So it's in there for a few days, it's in the cast, and I don't know what it looks like, but I'm like, you know what, I think it's flat, I think that's cool. I have this party on December 31st, New Year's party, with red... Kia, who I haven't actually mentioned in a few episodes, I met her for the first time, and a few other of Red's friends, and uh, Fyodor, I haven't mentioned her in a few episodes, I mentioned her in episode 6, or you know, the 12 plus 6, the 6th portion of 12 plus 6, I think that starts around like a minute 4, or minute thirty, or minute 3 in like, you know, 30, 58 seconds or something, whatever, go look at 12 plus 6 if you want to learn about Fyodor, um, if you want to learn about Red, I listened to December 19th, or there might have been an episode earlier that, and Kia, I actually don't mention her. I mentioned her, like, once, like, one episode a while ago. I forget which one that is. But yeah, I made three of them, and there's a lot of other people there as well. <clears throat> We're watching the New Year's party, and it's cool, and I have my cast on. I had this small, rappy thing wrapped around my wrist, around my left wrist. And it's just, it's just kind of chilling there, you know? It's just like, yeah, I got this on me. I got this on me. So, that was the aspiration. I remember I was at the party, though, and I was, I was kind of like an awkward little guy there because I didn't really know too many people. Actually, I basically knew no one except for Fyodor and Red, but, yeah, it was fine. But yeah, I was chilling with my cast. I was chilling with my little wrist protector with the bandage wrapped around and all. Yeah, I took it off like January 1st, I think, of 2020. And, you know, I threw, that, threw it out. I'm looking at my wrist. I'm like, eh, flat and all. In the next two days, there's a small bump forming again. And then within a few days after that, I said, I think I originally said three days, but no, it, it took maybe just a few days more than that. Then the bump gets bigger and bigger, and honestly, within, within you know, maximum two weeks, probably even just less, it had fully f- reformed, and I'm like, brah, brah, bro, that's not, that's not it, that's not what you like to see, that's not, that wasn't gonna be the plan, granted, you know, it was like 80% return rate or something like that, so, it made sense. So now it's January, and I'm like, okay. We go back, uh, so my mom and I, we go back to surgery, and we're like, okay, so it grew back, thank three, but this might be like a month or two later, we're like, okay. What are you going to do? They asked me, what do you, what do you want to do? I'm like, you know what, I can't wait for it to go away, I'm not, gonna, I'm not about to slam my wrist, or have another person slam my wrist with a Bible, or like a, like a, like a biology textbook, a hardback biology textbook or something, Ugh. Or maybe just a history book. Oh, history. Yeah, it's got like a, like a 1,000-page history textbook. Mm. Hardcover. Slam my wrist at that a few times. Maybe it'll go on. 
No, but I wasn't going to hit it. I wasn't going to wait for it. I wasn't going to do another aspiration. I was like, you know what? Last resort. Surgery, baby. Surgery, baby. Yeah. So, surgery was planned. It was set. The date was June 12th, 2020. That is the main date. And that's that's the main thing of the episode. So, we finally got there. After how many minutes? I don't know because I had a little break. Actually, no, I had two breaks. But I had a little... I, I had a subtle switch into it because I don't want to be like, Oh, sorry for the cutoff. Bloop, bleep, beep, blap. So... You know, if you can find it, I'll give you uh, two dollars. If someone can like tell me and be like, "Yeah, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you two dollars." Oh, I could give you two dollars in like quarters or maybe two singles. Keep it boring. Maybe I'll just give you two hundred pennies. No. So, so I'm just looking at my notes. Yeah, June twelfth. It actually took around. It took about one p.m. or so. But yeah, in the months leading up to it, I was just like, yeah, getting a surgery soon is going to be cool. And like, a month later, I'm like, yep, surgery's coming up, this and that. So, I was planning for it. It was coming well. So, let's see. June 12th, uh, months leading up, the gangling Bible says, aspiration, New Year's party, grew back within a few days, talk about the feeling or the texture. I mean, texture is just the skin. Sorry, I'm still just looking at my notes. I had my surgeon guy... My doctor. What's up? Hey, what's up, Doc? Can I get Bugs Bunny reference in there? No. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to get into that in a second. Okay, so. Now, within the few hours before, actually the day before, I was hanging out with Red and actually a few of the people from that New Year, from the 2020 New Year's party. And in a park nearby... And Red was like, uh, took out the phone and she filmed it. She's like, that's not a wrist, that's a sis. And I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, but she posted that and I was like, yeah. But this cyst about to become a wrist again. Because it's going to be surgified. Yeah. I know that's not a word. Don't, don't uh, reprimand me for that. Or don't, you know, think I'm stupid. Stupid. Nah, but I was, that was the day before my, I remember that because she was like, oh my god, you're getting a surgery tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. It came up in the conversation somehow. So, there was that. But then the actual timing um, leading up to the surgery, I couldn't eat or drink for a certain time before. For, you know, there can't be anything, it it helps the surgeon if there's, like, nothing in my blood, no, like, sugars or anything recent like that. So, I don't know, the that's my best guess as to why. So, I couldn't, so, so, I either couldn't eat from midnight, uh, the day of the surgery, or from the dinner the previous night. I couldn't eat anything leading up to the surgery after that. Uh, so either one of those two times, and for drinking, you know, like water, like Gatorade, anything like that, I couldn't drink in either an hour before surgery or at midnight. So it was either, like, eating, like, I couldn't eat after midnight and couldn't drink an hour before, or I couldn't eat after the dinner the previous night and couldn't drink 
from midnight. So whatever the time was, I couldn't have food or drink at a certain period before before the surgery. So that comes in. That's just a small note. It's not really too big of a deal, but it comes in just a little bit later. So, <laughs> so I get to the office. I actually get there and I sign in. You know, I'm wearing my mask and all, and I'm like, all right, it's been a few months into COVID. Gotta get a surgery. That's kind of cool. Pretty, pretty fi. I'm chilling in there. I'm chilling in the waiting room. I'm like, okay, big day, big day. Finally, call my name. Go up. I'm like, all right, what do I do? There's like a few questions asked, make your, making sure my identity is my identity, you know, something like that. So I walk into the, it's like a waiting room, but like in the doctor's area, or in like, you know, there's like the bed and the curtains and the, that whole setup. I change into this uh, nightgown, this robe, not a robe, it's like a nightgown. Where you have to like tie it behind your back. It's like this simple pattern. It's like a seafoam green with like some design on the front of it. Some repeated design. And it ties behind you. And I was also given these socks. Actually, no, no, I, I was allowed to keep the socks after. I have them right next to me. Just specifically to, you know, throw on this episode. So it's this nice royal blue color uh, throughout. And it rides up to just like a little bit over the ankle. Nice. Right, really comfy socks. Uh, let me see if I can find the materials on it. It, oh yeah, no, I remember. It doesn't actually have a tag. It, it feels nice inside. And it has this, like, grip bit on the bottom of it. So it's made of some material to, like, you know, grip the floor. And it has these paws, like these animal paws uh, throughout the bottom. And also says McKesson, M-C-K-E-S-S-O-N, uh, extra large adult so that was just the sizing of the socks more of a slip they called it slippers but yeah so i was given that and i was and i actually have them now i haven't worn them since but yeah they're pretty cool they're they're chilling there so so i have the i have the nightgown on i have the slippers on i have a i have a hairnet on they made me wear a hairnet honestly that was pretty cool i respected that that was that was pretty cool i got a hairnet yeah so i had my gear on i think i also had my underwear on too did i yeah you know i think i had my underwear on and the, the doctor she came up she's like asking like, do you need to use the bathroom do you need you know, like, to calm down or something. I don't know what she asked me, but she asked something. And at first, I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And then, then we're getting prepared. There's, like, you know, like, an IV being brought over. There's, like, certain tests being run. And at one point, I'm like, can you use the bathroom? She's like, yes, go ahead. You don't need to ask. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just you asked before, but now I do want to go, and I don't want to be like, you know, no, you can't go, and something like that. Uh, but, yeah, and no, I eventually did use it. And I walked in. I was like... Oh, these slippers, they look, they feel really comfortable. I don't want to ruin them on like a gross bathroom floor. But no, in the surgeon's office, not even the surgeon's office, in just like the room, it was a, I walked in, it was a clean bathroom. Like the floor looked nice. It looked like it had been mopped like a few minutes ago and dried. The walls looked nice. Toilet was clean. There were no um, droplets left on the seat. There were the, the sink, the mirror was clean. 
It was a nice bathroom. It was a really nice bathroom. I think I just went like, you know, number one or something. Nothing nothing too major before. And I washed my hands, of course. Walked back out. I got back in the bed. Let me tell you, this bed was comfortable. You got in, mattress, it felt nice. The pillow, though, oh. This pillow, it had like a firm, like, it, like it's over, like, the, the pillow in general was much more firm than my, like, uh, like a couch pillow or a, or a bed pillow. Much more firm, but when you lay your head on it, oh, it was so comfortable. It supported your neck, like, perfectly. It had a perfect amount of dip to it, where your head is comfortable and relaxed with the thick cushion. It was such a good pillow. They had this blanket. Oh, it warmed. It was a nice warm uh, top layer blanket. Not, I say top layer. It was a, not a blanket. It was more of a, uh, I say covers. It's not like a quilt, like a heavy quilt. It's not like light as like sheets though. It was like, it was like, uh, it was a cover. I'd say that much. It was, it, it was good. It was good. So, uh, doctor came over, or one of the nurses, <coughs> excuse me, came over, looked at my wrist, and she, like, put a circle around her, like, an arrow, and uh, put the initials of the surgeon, like, on my, like, thumb or nearby, so they don't accidentally operate on the wrong wrist, because they mentioned that, because it's, like, happened before, you know, some reason, so, so, you know, that's, that's terrible, but, yeah, so, they marked it, you know, like, surgeon here, and I'm like, cool, cool, that, it, the most of it washed off, like, 90% of it washed off pretty easily, like, the next time I washed my hands, like, after, or whenever it was, but there was this still, there's still, like, a little bit of the stuff left over, many days, many, many days after my surgery, a few weeks after, not even gonna lie, my, nah, but it was a dope, like, dark purple color marker, yeah, so, Excuse me. So in my right arm, they they put on a tourniquet, this rubber tourniquet. I'm like, ooh, that looks cool. You know, you got your, I got my uh, vein popping in my, what was it? it? Was my, it wasn't my bicep. It was my fore. Yeah, it was near the top of the forearm, near the elbow, on the inside of it. Not this, the inside of the elbow, and uh, so you know, you put the tourniquet on. Squeeze blood, so you have this vein popping out, and then I like, yep. That, and the doctor was like, or not the doctor, one of the nurses was like, yep. You see that? That's the vein that we got to put the IV in. I'm like, ah, bueno. That's 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 muy bueno. I understand. Puts the needle in, and she's hooking it up. She put in the needle, hooking it up with the tubes to the IV machine to like hydrate me and making sure it's flowing. And it was moving. Oh, you don't understand. It was moving so slowly. The, the the water in the IV bag. I'm looking at it. it. It's moving like a millimeter every like couple seconds. At one point, actually, toward the like end of like a single one of like the cycles, like it came in like um like small segments as well. I want to say small segments, but like there was some like very small noodle length noodle length um bit of water. Then there's a break before between like. That one and like the next one and a break between that and the next one between the water. Just, you know, for whatever it was. So at one point, I'm looking at it. 
I'm looking at it, I'm looking at the water, and it's getting just to the end where the needle is going to my arm, and I'm like, ah, ah, yay, and it goes in, and I try to feel it, I'm like, okay, do I feel the water in my vein, can, can I feel something, and maybe I, I, I don't know, I was like kind of just guessing, I'm like, okay, maybe I kind of feel the water, like the, the, the rush of like the colder water, and I, 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 thought, I thought I actually felt it, maybe that was just my mind overthinking what it would actually be like, I don't know. <clears throat> but I don't think I saw another one going. It was moving really slowly through that tube. But yeah, it was there. So, uh, hydration was... Going. I mean, granted, it couldn't have been going too fast because if I can't drink, like, a normal amount of liquids before, like, an hour before or whatever it was, then I shouldn't be able to... I shouldn't have, like, you know, a lot going in at once. So, I, I you know, I, I'm not complaining that it was super slow. I'm just, I'm just noticing. It was pretty slow. So, I... So I'm sitting on the bed, nice soft pillow, IVs in my arm. I take my phone out because I still have it at the time, and I take a photo. I take this very iconic photo. I, I think of it as iconic. If I'm famous, then it'll turn into an iconic photo easily. Where I take a photo and I have like this smug smirk on my face, and on Snapchat, and I caption it the standard like caption text design thing. <clears throat> Surge. S U R G. You see the hairnet on and the and the and the in the, the, the gown, the, the the hospital gown, and a few people were like, "Bro, you're getting surgery." I'm like, "Yeah." That was the most attention I got on Snapchat in a long time. So that's kind of upsetting to mention, but you know, eh, eh, that was the thing. So opposed to that, you know, I'm getting surgery. I think that might have been. I think that might have been the last time I actually posted. Ooh. I want to say that was the first time in over a year, or at least many, many months, that I posted anything on my Snapchat story. And I and from then, I haven't posted anything. So it's coming up on, like, what is it? It's been, like, eight months since then, so... I don't, I don't like, I don't care to post things on my Snapchat story. I think I mentioned this in, uh, I forget which number episode it is, but, um, Youngsters with Insta Chats. Sorry, Insta, yeah, Insta Chats. I mentioned, you know, I don't really care to post stuff on Snapchat too much because my, my idea is that, you know, very few people actually care about what's going on in your life. But at the time, and I had the mindset back then in June, but I was thinking, like, you know what, I think this is a big enough deal. To post about it. I'm getting a surgery. So. Even though it's not like a huge, like, you know, it's like an ACL tear or, or brain surgery or anything. Like, no, no, no. It's a small wrist surgery. The guy was like, you know, it take, you know, maybe 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah, okay, quick surgery. That's cool. That's cool. So I'm lying in the bed. And the anesthesiologist, he comes over. And my mom's like... My, my mom had a surgery a while ago for, you know, something. She was like, yeah, the anesthesiologist, they're supposed to be, like, you know, nice guys, making sure you feel calm going. And I'm like, you know what? It's always it's always good to have a person like that around, especially when going through something like a surgery for your first time. I was I was putting on, like, a, like a poker face the entire time. I'm, like, smiling. I'm, you know, like, poker face. And I'm, like, serious. I mean, like, like a happy poker face, you know? Like a normal, like... I'm trying to act not act nervous. I'm smiling. I'm like, you know what? I'm good, dude. Inside, at one point, my heart was like thumping, but 
it honestly wasn't even that. It, sorry, it honestly wasn't even that bad. Like no, 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 I was. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I knew what to expect. Everyone was explaining it to me, so you know they would calm me down as much as possible. But I was still nervous. I'm like, okay, I don't really, I don't know exactly what it's gonna feel like or something like that. Like I knew what to expect. I knew that much, so I felt comfortable in that. But actually, what it's gonna feel like? Nah, not on that one, chief. So, and see, he comes, anesthesiologist, I think I said that correctly, he comes over, he's like, bro, you're gonna be good, I'm like, thank you. This other guy comes along, he, now, now I get to start moving, right, and very, very fun experience, the walls on the bed come up, like the small cage-like things, and the wheels pop up, the IV is starting to move alongside me, you know, plugged in to my body, and very fun experience. As I'm getting wheeled into the surgery room, <clears throat> I so so I'm lying down on this bed, and my neck's propped up just enough for like I'm looking forward, and it's it was the weirdest feeling at first. I'm like, whoa, I'm moving while lying on my back, and it's like it's like this small like okay, and like moving like on my back. I mean, just like just the experience being on this moving bed. Going, just, you know, driving, not even driving around, but being directed about, around by the other guy. It just felt cool, alright? And I'm under, I'm under, like, nice warm covers on a soft pillow. It was a cool, it was a nice thing. So they wheel me back into the hallway. The, and then they finally, I go into the surgery. I, I don't know why, I just had the, I just had the thought just a few seconds ago. thinking like, should I share this? Is this, I, I don't think it's illegal. Oh, you know why I'm thinking of that? It's because, like, there's like doctor patient like confidentiality type thing. But if I'm the patient, then I should be allowed to share it if it's my experience and the doctor doesn't. I think that's what it is. If it isn't, then you know, demonetize me and like put me put me on trial or something. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think I'm allowed to share this though. So I get wheeled into the into the room. And first two things I notice and feel at the same, or like hear, notice at the same time. So the door opens, and first thing is, for one of the first things is, okay, this room is cold. Like, no, 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 it, 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 I don't know what it was, it dropped a few degrees. It dropped many degrees from the outside room. But I think, you know, that's better conditions for the surgeons. Like, I thought of like, you know, it has to be like this on purpose. You know, no one wants to be in this cold room on purpose, you know, or by accident. And also, I came in, I heard something over the speaker, just, just a small, not even, just a small volume, like a, a low volume. I heard, um, welcome to the Hotel California. I heard that bit. <laughs> Voice of an angel over here. But yeah, I, I, they were playing Hotel California over the speakers. And I was like, Hotel California, eh? It's like, yeah, us surgeons, we like to listen to music uh, while we uh, perform the surgery. I'm like, that's dope. That's dope. And it was a pretty nice song. Or at least, you know, the part I was listening to. I feel like I heard from someone somewhere later along the line when I was retelling them the story. It was like... Yeah, no, it's very. It's like a terrible song for like one of the art, like the reason like an artist did something or 
it's like talks about something bad in the song. I don't know. I don't care. It just when I went, when I was in there and I was listening to it or I heard it, I'm like, yeah, this sounds cheerful. This sounds like a good thing to uh, perform a surgery on to operate on a child's wrist to slice them open. But you know, the first uh, freezing cold room. But hey, they're listening to nice common music, so I'm like, that's nice. That's nice. I was actually playing it earlier. It's a six and a half minute song, so. So that's, okay, I don't know why I'm laughing, it's not that, I don't know why I'm, I, it's a six and a half minute song, that's all, I looked it on Spotify, I listened to the part that I heard, and I'm like, it's like, welcome to the Hotel California, that thing, so, yeah, I just had to make sure, that's what it was, just to, like, you know, remind myself. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I get wheeled in, I have to leave my bed, and get onto the operating bed, the operating platform, and now I'm away, I'm not under the covers anymore, so I'm on, and I'm in a cold room, but the, this other guy who wheeled me in, he comes in, and he has this blanket that he gives me, this nice white, oh, he also, the, the third, the operating room, it's whitewashed, right, the all wall, all the wall is just like a clean, perfect, pristine white wall, it's like there's nothing on it, no blood, no flies nothing in there actually it might it might um what is it what's what's the opposite of attract uh it might i don't know the exact term but in uh, yeah. <laughs> okay whatever so to make insects or any bugs less interested and want to go into the room maybe that's one reason why it's colder something like that i couldn't find it i couldn't figure out how to phrase that sentence i'm so sorry so i get into the room whitewashed walls but it looks good it looks like an operating room would you know there's i i was talking with a friend later and she was like nah this is not what Grey's anatomy portrayed it as i'm like first of all, i haven't seen Grey's anatomy so I don't really know what she meant by that, because she was like, no, 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 there's, like, paintings on the wall, and it's, like, all, like, you know, cozy and colorful. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you know, I, I don't know, maybe in other operating rooms across the United States or something, but, no, I went into that room. It was nice, calming music, light, whitewashed walls. Everything was clean. You had the tools on the tray, on the wheeled tray moving around and stuff. It was the whole thing. It was the whole thing. Or it was a whole lot less, or I can't even say that. it was just a lot different than what my friend described it as. But anyway, the guy comes in with this warm, this wet, is it a hot, wet blanket to balance, or just to make me feel warm? I, I, I he put the blanket over me in a cold room so I wouldn't feel cold. I would feel you know warm instead, um, just because you know you don't want the patient to be uncomfortably cold. Puts me on it, and the guy, he takes the IV out, he sticks in the anesthesia uh, tube, it doesn't start going in yet, he'll, he, he'll, he'll tell me in a little bit when it starts going, and <laughs> I get on the desk, and actually, there's this girl um, here, she's like, hi, I'll be performing, I like, hi, my name is something, I should forget what her name is, she's like, I'll be performing the operation with um, the surgeon, you know, keep his name uh, silent for now. And I was like, oh, this girl's kind of cute. And I'm like, hey, 
Don't worry, that's not the anesthesia talking because it hadn't gone in yet. But no, I mean, from behind the mask, she, you know, she's wearing a mask, you know, COVID and all. And also, I think that's just basic surgeon care, like, you know, so no saliva stuff gets on, like, my face. From what I saw, her eyes looked pretty, so. But granted, she was probably maybe just out of, like, slightly out of college. She looks pretty young. I don't know. So, yeah, no, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do any of it. But you know, she looked attractive, so. There was that. Anyway. I was looking around. So I put my wrist out. I'm like, okay, this is what you're going to be operating on. It's like, all right, cool, perfect. And I saw my surgeon guy. He was the guy who gave me the aspiration and been talking to me for months. And I don't know why I hadn't realized it until just then. But I'm like, oh, wait, you're the surgeon? I thought you were just the doctor that, like, got me to the surgeon. No, no, no. This guy was the surgeon the entire time. And I didn't know until right then. I was like, what? So, I don't know. That's that's funny. I found that funny. I still find that funny. <clears throat> so, I, sorry, I'm just looking at my notes making sure I have... Yeah, I've actually had everything and more. Almost everything. I have one last note that I'll, I'll mention at the end. So, <clears throat> so... So, the guy, everyone, they're performing stuff. And the biggest thing that I've actually been waiting for in the months leading up was the anesthesia. Anesthesia. Because I was like, okay, this is going to be really cool. I'm going to be asleep, like, you know, snap of the fingers. That was a terrible snap. You know, that's better. Snap of the fingers, you know, got to go to sleep. And, then, you know, it, it was kind of like that. Yeah, But the thing I was excited for was that, you know what, instant sleep. You get that sleepy juice. Gotta put the sleepy juice into my veins and blood, blood streams. That's what I was excited for. I don't even know why. I, 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 just, I, I just find that really cool. You know, it's almost like time travel. You know, you put the thing in, you go to sleep, and you wake up for what feels like five seconds later. So that's the thing I was most excited about because I didn't even have to be awake for the surgery. No, 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 no. No, no, no. So, I'm out. I. So yeah, they put the anesthesia in, and I'm trying to stay awake, stay awake as long as possible. I'm keeping my eyes, and the guy's like, you know, it's going in. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm awake. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, my eyes are going down, and I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Now this is it. This, is, you know, I was out. It was. It happened quickly as well. Like he said it was going in. Nothing happened at first. And of course, you got to wait for it to actually like get through the tube, then actually through your bloodstream and all. But bloodstream, you know that that it goes around your body like a lot of times in like half a second, like in a millisecond. I don't know the exact thing, but bloodstreams are very quick. They move very quickly. Got to use adverb, right? Not just a verb. Or you know, adverb correctly. Yeah, the ly after the word quick. Is that ad? Oh, never mind. Adverb. Quickly. Move through your bloodstream quickly. So, I was asleep, and I woke up. Five seconds later, I was in the bed. I was outside of the operating room. Nice warm temperature. And since I hadn't eaten or drinking a long time, this is going back to the point I made earlier, you know, just like a small bit. I hadn't eaten in a long time. So, I had... I think I just had like a small bottle of water that I drained in like one gulp, or, you know, I chugged it. 
few seconds. Granted, it was like a small bottle. What it was like, um, like instead of like that sixteen fluid ounce tall pulled spring, you have like the the shorter one. Maybe like what four fluid ounce, three, four, something like that. But yeah, it was the shorter one. Drain that one chug. One, I chugged it. Not one chug. And I also had this blueberry. Oh, let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. This blueberry muffin that I had had not. I had. I have not having not having not had eaten. No, that was but having not had eaten. Yeah, actually, no, I think that was great. Have not had eaten in many hours before. Also, you know, I mentioned one p.m. I took the uh, the 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 pic on my phone on Snapchat, the you know, quote unquote iconic one. It said at twelve fifty five uh, p.m. So I'm guessing that you know the actual surgery took place about maybe one thirty or so. Yeah, I woke up. It was. They said it was a quick, you know, forty-five minute thing. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. So, I forget what time it was, but yeah, I had this cast over. I so I had this massive cast over my left wrist, very, very big, very bumpy. I couldn't. I could move my wrist up and down just slightly, and I, I rolled my sleeve up. There was this orange bit coming up my entire arm. I hadn't seen it until I got home, and I'm like, what is this? But I think my mom explained it was just like the iodine they use, or. I think that's what she said, but it, it was just some chemicals, like you know, um, make sure there's nothing that gets infected, something like that. So this blueberry, let me tell you, this blueberry muffin have not had eaten within many hours before. Tasted so good, and it, even without eating before, it was just you know normally just a good muffin. It was soft, it was warm. Okay, warm, good start. Soft melts in your mouth, easy to bite into. There's no like delay, but you just bite straight through. So good. The bread was warm. It had some flavor to it. The blueberries just added to it. Oh, it was such a good. And I think they took the wrapping off before, so I didn't. Need, I didn't. Need, I just. I just had to just start digging into it. Oh my gosh, that was a great. That might have been the best blueberry muffin I had in my entire life. Best blueberry muffin. I can't say best food or anything like that, but definitely the best blueberry muffin. That was incredible. Post-surgery blueberry muffin. After I woke up from the 45 minute or maybe an hour. and They gave me a small dosage of anesthesia because I was young and it was a quick operation. So just whatever it was. It wasn't even like anesthesia, anesthesia. It was like some... Okay, I mean, it was anesthesia, but th- there was, like, some, like, term they used that meant, like, you know, it was a little less than, like, anesthesia used for, like, hour-long, or m- multiple hour-long um, operations. But, yeah, quick 45-minute, hour-long thingamajiggy operations. So, I woke up, had this cast on my wrist, and, you know, I got dressed, and I got, and, and you know, there's some, like, you know, post, uh, post, surgery discussion stuff and information that whole thing and she i went home doctor was like okay you can shower but you have to put a plastic bag over your arm over your arm so the cast doesn't get wet i actually ended up just not showering for 10 days after because the doctor said you know 10 days of this it was disgusting i'm gonna get to that in a second so when i went to bed I would have my arm elevated on two pillows so the blood could, like, you know, flow through normally. And, yeah, so throughout the day, I just had to keep my 
cast elevated. I think it was like either above the elbow or above the shoulder. But I went to extreme. I like I just like held it above my head. Like when I sat down on the couch during this ten day period, I actually watched a lot. You know, middle of summer, so no schoolwork, none of this. I'm just chilling at home, and I can't do anything outside because you know, I had the thing on, and I don't want to get sweaty and all to like force myself to shower. So I was just chilling at home. I watched a lot. I'm not, I watched a lot of Adam Sandler movies. I remember one of them was Zohan. Something, something is Zohan. Weirdest movie I'd ever seen, but honestly, it was good in the moment. I watched The Do-Over, I think, with David Spade. I watched Father of the Year, also David Spade. So a little bit of Adam Sandler, David Spade stuff going on. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she was up there. I watched some of her... Oh, that was in, like, the surgery one with Adam Sandler as well. Right. Sorry, let me just, let me try and look that, hold on. Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler surgery movie. Oh, yeah, and also Andy Roddick was in that one. Or, mm, just go with it. Just go with it. That's what it was. And the end of the movie, there was, like, you know, something here and there, but... Andy Roddick was in that because his actual wife was an actress in the movie. I don't, it, it was it was it, it was good. So just go with it. That was a good movie. There was some like murder mystery like on a yacht. There were just multiple movies I watched, so they were good. They were definitely good, definitely definitely good. In that ten day period after I I got home from the surgery. So I changed. I pretty much stayed in the same clothes the entire time. Maybe actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I did change every few days. But yeah, I stayed home and I did this and that and and it was all cool. It was all fun, cool, good times all around. Most of it though was Adam Sandler movies. That's what I remember the most. Uh, I went back to the surgeon after those 10 days. He cut off the cast. He's like, right, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. He gave me this wrist thing, like um, a splint to make sure I'm vibing. And, and yeah. Yeah. Went home, showered for the first time. And I'm, oh yeah, so he gave me these wrists. So my left wrist, it's very, very tight. Cause I hadn't moved it in you know, 10 days. You know, very, very small movements in the cast. So I had to learn how to stretch it and flex it back and forth. Took two days. I mean, now I have full range of motion. It's been, what, eight months since then. So, yeah, of course. But for the first, I'd say week, maybe even a week and a half, I was just, I, throughout the day, I just had to bend it. I had to be, like, you know, in, like, um, like a preaching position. I, I don't know what it's called. Where you have to, like, you put your, flo- uh, your palms, both hands flat against each other and push uh, the bottom of your palms down toward the ground, so then your forearms make it like a straight line. So that's stress wrist, and like you had to like take, you know, you put your right hand, my right hand, over the top of my left hand and push it down, so it creates that arc. In the wrist, so you bend it both ways uh, to get full flexibility, full mobility back in it, that kind of thing. So I had to do those exercises after I got off. I showered for the first time in ten days. This time I had a lot of hair. I hadn't gotten. A hair, I hadn't had a haircut in many months, probably since September 2019 before. Uh, so, long time. A lot of hair. And normally when I shower, this hair filling up the drain. But this, let me tell you, this was disgusting. 
lot of hair came out. I mean, it came out normally because I have like a rough, like, you know, shampoo type thing. I'm pulling out a lot. But the dead skin cells, there were a lot that piled up. It almost looked like sand at one point. Like, I just took like a bucket of sand and just poured it throughout the shower. Like, it was riding up on the sides where like the water lapped up on the sides of the tub. And there were there was dense dead skin cells and hair everywhere. All this body stuff. It was terrible. Even standing in it. Oh. I actually had to step out of the shower and I had to step on something before, so I had to turn the faucet on and drown my oh my no no, no it was terrible. I can't even keep explaining it, but yeah, I, I had to wipe it out later. I had to take like a tissue, multiple tissues. Um, clean it up myself. Then I had to turn the shower back on, make sure everything went down the drink. We take the hair out. Uh, it was an experience. It was a sight. It was a sight to see. But yeah, there I saw the purple marker still on my left wrist, marking the spot of the surgery, and it was just flat. And uh, now, I guess on the very, very last note, there was this scar that was left over, of course, where the incision was made. And the doctor was like, yeah, that'll go in away about three months. You just put sunscreen on it. So, you know, we're in the summer now. Sun exposure might, you know, extend it for some amount of time and this and that. So, yeah, so he said, yeah, like maybe three months max. Honestly, it would just go away and like start to fade within two weeks. Let me tell you something. It's definitely faded, but it's still a very prominent feature on my left wrist. I brag about it sometimes because it looks super dope. It's just a small red mark kind of indented into my skin and it's just it's just a beautiful thing i mean no it's like you know not beautiful it's not natural it doesn't naturally exist there but it's a beautiful thing oh you also almost forgot there's this piece of plastic sticking out of my skin uh from the surgery and i after that 10 days i went to him i'm like yeah you know why this is here and he just like snipped it off i'm like ah cool bueno very bueno very cool so I actually I, I toyed with that a bit before going with him, but then he just cut that off, and it's it's been cool ever since. So yeah, the scar is still on my wrist. It's been eight months. It has been so much longer than what he said, but honestly, I'm fine with it. It looks so dope. That scar. Yeah, definitely impact on my. Life. I mean, it's still there, just like my bracelets. Bracelet's been there for a long time. Scar's been there for. Pretty much the same period of time. So yeah, my wrists, my forearm, that this whole area on both hands, it's I'm I'm loving it. Bracelets are on my right arm, by the way. So just a note. As I mentioned at the start, before my two breaks, um, this is going down as an instant classic episode. This third recording I'm on right now is lasted fifty three minutes and six seconds. But the first two were, I don't know, like, what, 12 minutes and, or like, 23 and, like, it was 17 and 12, something like that. But, yeah, this is definitely going to be over 90 minutes, over an hour and a half. But, nah, this is a good story. This, this is a classic story. Maybe not going back to, like, you know, when I was five years old or something, playing t-ball. But, yeah, this, this is a good episode. I'm glad I made this. On a Monday night as well. Yeah. Now it's Tuesday morning. It's 12.26 a.m. When did I start? I started at like 11. 11? I started at 11. Or maybe. So maybe it wasn't an hour and a half. Whatever the timing was. 
I hope you guys enjoyed. I really do believe you guys did enjoy. So there's no hope needed. But you know, I still hope you did. I hope you actually made it to the end of the episode. Granted, I can't really hope because, you know, if you're listening to this and you have, if you aren't listening to this, maybe you are and you just skipped ahead. Skipped ahead of the first whatever length of time. Eh, whatever. I hope you guys love the parts that you did listen to. I hope you now have a new idea of an experience I had in my life. Or just a new idea of the person I've become. The markings on my body. Yeah. <laughs> this is 8. I'm signing off. I'm saying goodnight. From me. You know, like that. But good morning, technically as well. And afternoon, evening, whatever time of day maybe. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope I've made it better if it wasn't doing too well before. If I haven't, I hope you find something to make it better. Whatever that may be. I will talk to you guys about literally anything. Literally any, maybe not literally anything, but about something in an episode in the future.